Welcome to OceanFit's Onshore Podcast, where Andre Slade, that's me, meets the unordinary people of the open water swimming and water safety community onshore to talk about their adventures, lifestyle and passion for the offshore. In this episode, I met up with Jane Howells, an open water swimmer in Yapoon, who was regularly the only one ocean swimming in the gorgeous Kui Bay. Jane, thanks for the swim this morning. That was absolutely beautiful at Kui Beach. Very uh, welcome, Andre. Exceeded expectations. It does here in Japan. It's perfect. Nearly every day. Not always. But today was perfect day for swimming. Is that a little kind of piece of paradise that's more hidden paradise in Japan? Uh, not really. We've um, always sort of swum there, especially when the little kids, you know, we all had little kids, we'd take them there. Um, I think I just discovered it this year with COVID, not being able to swim in the pool as much. And I thought, I know where I'm going to swim, Kui Bay. It's perfect. And that's where I've been swimming all year. Because up until then you were confined to the pool, really? That was the way that you swam? Um, I usually swim in the pool, yes. and then But I've always loved the ocean, so I've always swum in the ocean for, oh, whether it's like as a teenager, as a kid, down in Maroochee, uh, place Cotton Tree, uh, as a in my 20s down Lennox Head and down that way, always swam in the ocean, but not, that was more just mucking around, as you do, but no real swimming, almost my swimming has been in the pool, and I think just the last couple of years have been a bit hard, and I started training in the pool, I started getting a little bit more motivated, uh, looked up the ocean, your site, started swimming in the pool, trying to be a bit better swimmer. And now COVID hit, so I'm on the beaches. <laughs> so tell me about that. You were you were pool swimming, COVID hit, all of a sudden you couldn't swim, so you just decided I would <laughs> time to escape? Yeah, well, I think work, because I work in an emergency department in a hospital, it's very stressful emotionally and physically, and I need to swim. I'm always best in in my own health when I swim, and I'm always best in my own head and my own physicality when I'm swimming. So it's now become a very um, high importance to me up on the list. Uh, to swim and I find swimming at Kui Bay is my favourite spot to swim. I might swim over the islands if I ever get there. Um, I love doing snorkelling over there but my favourite thing to do four times a week is just to swim across the bay and I find then my day goes perfectly from there. Because when COVID hit, not only did the pool close and stop you from swimming in the pool, because you work in the emergency department, uh, at the local hospital, the, your work got a little bit more stressful and you know, everyone knows. It certainly did. Um, everyone was on edge. We didn't know what was coming. We were prepared. Uh, information was constantly changing on a daily basis. But what I've discovered in this time at work is that our teams pulled together in that crisis and we are actually working better as a team 
than we've ever had before. So there's always a positive to the negative. And then I decided, well, because work is so stressful, I need an escape. And my escape has always been to swim. So that's what I'm doing. And I just feel so much healthier and happier. And so you were previous to swimming in Kui Bay, you were more frolicking in the ocean by the sounds of it. <laughs> I was definitely <laughs> frolicking. So then, you know, that's a big step to go, well, I'm going to go down to the beach and start swimming laps. Yeah, I think um, last year in Easter, my friend Meredith Rutherford had decided that we'd both had a couple of really hard years. Um, I'd had uh, four of my close family family members uh, die um, over from 2017 right through to the beginning of 2019. So it was all pretty tough. And there's a motorbike. <laughs> and then she said to me, Jane, we're going to do the Whitehaven Beach Swim. I said, oh, okay, let's do it. So then I had to seriously start training. So I started training for that, um, even though I was like just lapping away one kilometre and not really doing much. And then just kept doing it, tapping away, tapping away, did the swim, found out I could swim two kilometres, which was a big surprise to me, and thought, right, I'm addicted to this now. This is my, this is my joyful moments. I'm just going to keep trying to swim 1.5 to two kilometres as often as I can and keep that up hopefully till I'm 80. Well, there's plenty of 80-year-olds out there swimming, so yes, yeah. <laughs> by the time you get to 80, it'll, be, it'll have to be 90 because we're, <laughs> we're getting so healthy and living so much longer. 90s, is it? 80s and you 90 or 90s and you 80? <laughs> I, I'm know. struggling in my 40s. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you swim Whitehaven Beach, and that's a, a great goal to swim. It's a, a beautiful swim. The, swimming down here now, from today's swim, I wouldn't say it's uh, much worse swimming in Kui Bay. Like it's, I, I'm going to go back to the question of uh, Kui being a, and Yapoon being a hidden gem. Yes. And the reason I say that is because we've been here a week now and we hardly see anyone swimming. So mm. it's, there's not a swimming culture here. No. When I talked to Val, who runs the Keppel yeah. Island Swim, he said people just don't swim in no. this part of the country. Why are they not swimming? And why, when we go down to the beach here, are you the only, only one doing the laps? Yes, I am the only one. <laughs> and that can be problematic um, if someone thinks you're drowning. However, <laughs> and... I could tell you a story about that if you like. We would only like to hear that. <laughs> okay, so only two weeks ago on a Monday. So I finish, I, I work sort of Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, work hard. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I have off. So Monday, I hop in the water about 11 o'clock. It was a beautiful day. Did my Kui Bay swim. Had a bit of a splash around on my back, you know, looking up at the seagulls and bird life and everything. And then kept swimming, got out of the water, come up to the car park and there's a man there. I said, oh, hello, are you the parking attendant? And he said, no, I'm the Coast Guard. And I was, oh. He said, we had a call from someone on the lookout 
that someone was hanging off the shark boy. And I, no, I wasn't hanging off the shark boy. I was just swimming. And he said, oh, I could see that you're swimming pretty well. You know, you did okay. And thank you. So you get these sort of, that's the first time that's ever happened to me. And getting back to why people don't swim, I think Shane Gould has the answer to that. She's recently done, a, I think, a PhD in the swimming culture of Australia. And apparently people think from overseas that we are a swimming nation. We've got our great Olympic swimmers mm-hmm. and we're a big swimming nation. But no one actually is swimming anymore. So I think we need to really teach our kids to swim and enjoy the ocean and get out there more. But the water's just so beautiful here. How can people not, <laughs> how can people not be swimming? I, I, I just, don't know why they're not swimming. I think in holiday season, people you do get to see people swim. I don't know. I'm always swimming by myself, Andre. G'day. Kia ora. I wanted to take a quick break to tell you about OceanFit. Back in 2009, OceanFit started as an ocean swim school on the golden sands of Bondi Beach. But now, we've become so much more. We deliver our world-leading training to hundreds of swimmers every summer on beaches throughout Australia, and thousands learn from our free educational resources online. Our Swim Scout directory, available on our website and app, will help you find a swim buddy, connect with social swimming groups, and discover swim events throughout the country. You can also participate in one of our events, escape with us on a wet and wild weekend, or immerse yourself on a boutique ocean swimming holiday at home or abroad. So what are you waiting for? Dive right in at oceanfit.com.au. Enjoy the rest of this episode and swim free. And there's beautiful marine life around. I mean, we talked yes. about the shark boys. That, that kind of ends up being a, a bigger concern than it really is. I've never seen a, um, a shark in oh, – I don't think there's been a shark attack here yeah. for a think very of, long time. What do you think of having those boys out there? Do you think they create more of a, a visual reminder and, a, and therefore a concern that doesn't exist? Like, Are we better off with them or without them? Probably without them. I mean, I I really don't um, have a great opinion on them because um, I grew up where in in the seventies they had the big nets, didn't they? I think in um, southern Queensland. Then they went on to the baiting. Um, I I think people, a lot of people at work, will say to me. Oh, aren't you afraid of the sharks? And saying, no, I'm not afraid of the sharks. There's, I've never seen one. And if I'm going to go that way, I'm going to go that way. But I've never, I've, I love swimming. I've always swum. I'm not about to change it for sh- being scared of a shark. Maybe if I lived in New South Wales, it would be different. Today when I was swimming with you, I was sure I saw a turtle head. So that must be amazing, just having turtles yes. swimming around. There's lots of turtles swimming around here, lots of green turtles. There's loggerheads further out. Uh, um, I've seen dugong uh, just off North Capital Island. 
I think I actually pretty sure 30 years ago I saw a whale shark as well. And then only recently, about three or four years ago, someone else did. So there's a lot of wildlife out there. Um, often on when I walk my dogs on the beach at Farnborough Beach, you see little dolphins very close to shore. And uh, I, and that, on that same day, I saw a big splash out. And would have definitely been a whale on the inner side of the island. So there's so much to see. There's so much to see. And you don't have to be out on the reef to, to see it or do? No, you don't. You don't. So some of the other things that you have to think about up here when you're swimming are the tides? Um, not too much. We don't get the uh, great differences in tides as in Townsville and further north. Sometimes when you're in that... Um, on the full moon period, there's very little change in the tides. There's not much difference. Then you might get a little bit, but they don't go way, way out. It's That's not really a problem. I think the main concern for me would be in, say, a northeasterly wind in summer. You do get the irukandji, odd irukandji that might float in. We don't seem to get box jellyfish, um, although they are around. You sometimes hear about in Gladstone, but not very often. Uh, I, I haven't really been bitten anything except sea lice. No, that's about it for me. So is that a quite a big misconception about swimming up here in the ocean, that there are stingers and all these other things when in actual fact... Most of the time during the year, they're not a problem at all, are they? That's right. Not here in Yapoon anyway. I, I would stand by that because I've swum here for the last 30 years and all and all the beaches around Yapoon I've swum and I've never had – There's a, you do get the blue bottle season, you know, sometimes your blue bottles will come and when they're on the beaches scattered everywhere, you just don't go swimming. You That's know. an Australia-wide problem. That's though, an Australia-wide <laughs> problem. So, you know, you get that. Um, the only other thing that really annoys me when I can't swim is uh, trichodesmia, the blue-green algae. When that comes in around October, uh, the sea temperatures rise a bit. We get a bit of rain, so you get a bit of freshwater in- inundation. There's lots of nutrients in the water from the coal spawnings and then we get an algal bloom and <laughs> you can't swim. It's stinky. The beaches are stinky. It's not much fun. And it's back to the pool. And it's back to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> the other great thing about Yapoon is, and maybe this is the reason why people don't swim so much in the ocean, is the man-made lagoon with the infinity pool. The infinity Beautiful. pool has been fabulous. It's only been open, I think, two years now, two years this December. Uh, it's A lot of people do swim there. I think everyone, there's a lot of people that are scared of the ocean. They're just scared of something that's not there. Yeah. You know, the, um, so I, mean, I even heard the little, a little boy that we saw playing with his dad down here. He was in the water and as he came up, he said, oh, I don't want to swim anymore. I'm scared of the sharks. And uh, I was like, this is what we're feeding people too early. Yeah. They're getting it stuck in their heads. No, that's very sad to hear that because I always encourage my children to swim. 
Um, I think we should all be swimming in the ocean a lot more than we are. Uh, I think we should, if you're not confident, get your confidence up in the pool first and then swim away. What is it about the ocean that that does let us relax? And um, For me, I think it's it's always been part of nature. I've always loved nature. I've always been an environmentalist. I've studied um, wilderness reserves and wildlife management in my 20s. So I'm comfortable in wilderness situations. Um, I'm a registered nurse. I'm comfortable with the fact that I can help others or help myself. Um, I don't put myself at too much risk, although I'm (laughs) oddly sometimes a little bit of a risk taker. Uh, However... I don't know, the ocean is just my place. I love it. I love it. I've swum in the Indian Ocean. I've swum off Sri Lanka. Uh, I'd really like to try and do the hell spot. What's that one? Uh, that's a swim, that, that's that oldest swim apparently where the, uh, I forget the name of the people, I like in history, myth, mythology or something, and the lover swims from Turkey across to Europe. It's a strait. Um, so you, you start in Asia, so Turkey, somewhere in Turkey, and you swim across to somewhere in Is Europe. this in the Dardanelles? Yeah, that's it, oh. the Dardanelles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, got, it's full of mythology and stuff, and Lord Byron swam it and all that. And I've recently thought, you know what, that could be a goal for me. Yeah. I might be able to do that after COVID, four years' time, and that'll just keep me swimming, keep me swimming and have a goal set there. That's important too for for the swimming, isn't it, having goals and something to look forward to? And yeah, yeah. You do definitely have to have a goal. And with your Ocean Fit site, uh, I've actually only sort of really uh, – got into that last year and it I've downloaded my little swim plans <laughs> I'm out there at the pool with my little laminated copy and thinking oh Andre I don't know if I can do that but I'm gonna have a go so I yeah no it's not so hard is it it's not so hard yeah. you, you just give it a go and, and that's tiny little baby steps my friend Meredith always says to me Jane Baby steps. And I was like, okay, little baby steps, I can do it. And you do get there. Like you said before, swimming, even 2K, it's it's not that hard. You just got to take one arm after the other. <laughs> That's it, keep going. <laughs> I mean, you right. float a lot better in the ocean. Yes. It's really just the mental side that gets you. You can do a little bit of training in the pool. And yeah. It's, it's if you feel confident out in the water, which is most of the, the chore, mm. um, learning to just be able to relax and then the swimming part will just It come. just comes along and it is so relaxing and you get to see things, the bird life, the turtle life, little fishes, you know. I can't think of anything, anything better in the whole world actually. This uh, area, uh, Yapoon, mm. we've got the Keppel Islands. Mm. Tell us about the 
other great places to swim, even if it's not ocean swimming. But where where do people swim here? Um, so Byfield is um, uh, area just north of Yapoon. It's uh, got a national park and it's also surrounded by forestry. So up there we have Stony Creek, which you can actually swim in, a freshwater creek, which is beautiful to swim in, little barbecue areas for people to picnic in. Then there's uh, Red Rock, which is a camping area. You can't swim there anymore. We used to. However, there's crocodiles there now, so um, we can't swim there. <laughs> Water Park Creek is a beautiful area as well, a little national park camping area. Uh, we used to swim there. <laughs> Apparently it's not advised anymore because of the crocodile. Um, however, I do see there's a rope swing there still there, so people obviously are still jumping in. Uh, so I think Stony Creek is a beautiful area to swim. It's fresh. It's lovely, close to your poon. Emu Park is just south of your poon. Great That's little village. Beautiful little village, lovely little surf life-saving club there. Beautiful beach, Shelley Beach. Uh, I went to the bakery there yesterday, and there's <laughs> an old school bakery. And I went to pay with my uh, card, and the lady said, "No, cash, cash only." only. And I said, <laughs> "I think you guys are the last shop on earth that mm-hmm. only takes cash." And the lady said, "We've taken cash for 28 years." <laughs> Not about to start taking cards now. That is so absolutely <laughs> true. And they do the best fresh sandwiches ever. Whenever I mean everyone, you know, you go to Emu Park Bakery for their sandwiches and you have your cash ready. I, I, I just, I had to laugh. I went back to the car and got the cash. And, yeah. There's no options no. in Emu Park. No. Uh, but the Keppel Islands, I mean, they're amazing out there, aren't they? Keppel Island is we're so blessed to have it so close. It's so close. Um, there's North Keppel with the Outdoor Education Centre, but um, which is beautiful. On the other side is uh, Considine Beach, which is a national park, so you can go across there camping. There's uh, Great Keppel, which has the Holiday Village and, unfortunately, the um, resort from the old... 80s, you know, the big go to Keppel, get smashed, whatever it was. They had a slogan in those days. I'm sure the Australians will remember that. (laughs) They will. That sounds like a good one. That's it. Oh, get get wrecked wrecked on Keppel. Keppel. Ah. That was uh, very much in the 80s. I love it. Yeah, and uh, apparently there are plans for the resort to be um, resumed and rebuilt and all that sort of stuff but at the moment the holiday village over there is beautiful there's um plenty of features beautiful beautiful snorkeling uh soft corals lots of turtles lots of big crayfish there's little marine zones there so you can snorkel in those and just see the most amazing underwater life anywhere it's really lovely and no one's there really if you go, hardly anyone's there except and it's school holidays and everyone's there, which is great because everyone's enjoying it, which is what we want to see. I think um, Conical and Corroboree Islands are beautiful. So there's a whole set of little islands there that if you have a boat, you've got freedom. 
And that's what I think a lot of Yapoon people do. They do get out in their boats and they do their little bit of fishing and do their little bit of snorkeling and have fun. And maybe if you had it your way, they'd be doing a lot more swimming as well. I would love them to <laughs> do a lot more swimming. I wish people would swim more. Yeah, definitely. All Australians should swim more. We're not swimming enough. Well, Jane, thanks so much for taking me for a swim today. I've thoroughly enjoyed it and it's been great to catch up. Thank you very much, Andre. I've really enjoyed it too.